0: Hello. Welcome to Ask a Monk. Today I'm going to try to use my phone as a video camera. I think it's got a pretty good camera on it. So today I thought I would answer the question about alcohol. And I know I've talked about this before in other videos, but never as a separate topic. So I'd just like to go over basically the reasons why Uh, our our practice is to refrain from alcohol entirely. Uh, The question was whether it's necessary to abstain from alcohol 100 percent, when uh, taking alcohol once in a while can bring pleasure, and the person even said it's a great pleasure for them to drink alcohol, so what's the problem? And I think this comes from a in general it comes from a lack of understanding of what the moral precepts are for and a general lack of understanding of Buddhist morality um, because Buddhist morality is not like say Christian morality in in a you know in a classical sense I mean Christian morality is is a diverse topic but the Judeo-Christian morality in general is thought to, in, in you know, its classical form, is thought to be um, because of, of an injunction from God and uh, because of the ef- effect that it has on uh, other people. You know, it's bad to kill and so on. Um, and our general understanding of, of morality is because of the effect, effect that it has on other people, so something is immoral if it hurts someone else, and so on. Buddhist morality, as I've said before, is is uh, totally the opposite. It's concerned entirely with the effect that it has on oneself, uh, because the idea being that uh, if if you do something uh, based on greed, anger, or delusion, it hurts yourself. And in fact, uh, causing suffering for other people, it has a much greater impact on your own mind than on the other person. Uh, it's possible to be this, the victim of uh, violence or, or uh, theft or so on, and escape without any damage whatsoever depending on a person's ability to deal with change and and, and stress and so on. But a person who commits the act is uh, in, in a much uh, graver danger or, or has a much uh, isn't able to escape the effect that the act has on one's mind um, because of the inherent greed, anger, and delusion it involves. So I think if we understand morality in this way, and if we really understand Buddhist morality, then it's. Uh, I think the fifth precept on on not taking drugs and alcohol is, is actually, I would say, the easiest to understand uh, because it has the most direct impact on one's own mind and in fact it's the opposite of meditation practice. So, If you practice a little bit of meditation, if you're mindful a little bit, you gain benefit and clarity of mind. If you drink alcohol just a little bit, it has the opposite effect. You you lose clarity of mind, you lose um, awareness and so on. So if you're very mindful it has a great effect, if you're very, um, you know, if you consume a lot of alcohol, it has the opposite effect. You become completely un, unaware and, and have no clarity of mind whatsoever. So the idea that uh, first of all, that it's harmless because it's not hurting other people is, is totally missing the point that it has a direct impact on one's own mind. And also the idea that you could have even just a, you could have a little bit of alcohol without getting drunk and, and, and so on is really, um, you know, there is no line that says now I'm drunk and now I'm not. Uh, A person who drinks one glass of of alcohol, I mean, I'm not an angel, I've done all this before myself. A person who has a little bit of alcohol becomes a little bit uh, less uh, alert and aware. This is really why we do it and why there's so much pleasure. I mean, you can ask yourself, where is the pleasure coming from the, there is no chemical in in alcohol as, as far as i know that stimulates pleasure in the mind so what's really happening is you're you're losing your sense of shame and your sense of of morality your sense of awareness of what you're doing and when once you're drunk once you're intoxicated you know everything seems funny everything seems uh interesting you become stupid you become dumb you you, you feel like you're Intelligent and wise, and you're carrying on all these conversations, and you're you're you know, everyone's m- must be really uh, keen on you, or everyone must think you're such a great person. When in fact they think you're an idiot, and you're just making a fool of yourself, and so on. I mean, I grew up in the in the the boonies, you know, uh, surrounded by. Uh, you know, we, we lived out in the country, so we would have bush parties. And you know the things people did. It, it, you you can't say that there is any honor or any nobility to be had from the pleasure that comes from alcohol. It it doesn't bring pleasure. It it brings the inability to discern what is right and wrong. And so as a result, you're able to do all sorts of wrong things without feeling guilty, without feeling upset about them, and uh, and and therefore you have this this freedom, this sense of. of of um, inhibition no? uh, or, or lack of inhibition no uh, so, th- you so but, but that doesn't change the fact that what you're doing is really really dumb and really really wrong and, and it's it's changing your mind and it's changing the nature of other people's minds it's changing your environment and, and it's it's leading you towards a social setting and a, a, a lifestyle. That is surrounded by people who are immoral, who are engaged in, in you know, pretty much everything else. And this is what Buddhists always say: you know, alcohol leads to everything else, and and it really, really does. I mean, your stupidity of mind, the the the, the lack of clarity, the mind which is dull and and so on, and is able to get past its inhibitions against doing other immoral acts, uh, will lead you to to surround yourself with immoral people and to engage in immoral acts without thought, without consciousness. I mean, I've been there, I've done it all. I'm not, this isn't talking from theory. And I think if people are honest with themselves, they really have to wake up and see that uh, that this is the case, and in their own lives this is what's happening. For people who drink alcohol, there's a lot of, there's, you know, it changes your mind, so it changes your life, and there's uh, a great number of things that come along with it. it. It's the opposite of the meditation practice. And so if the meditation practice brings clarity, uh, or bring, if the clarity from meditation brings uh, goodness, brings happiness, brings peace, then the lack of clarity, the dullness that comes from drinking alcohol, even though it has a, some great pleasure when you're doing it, is going to drag you down and down and down. and, and turn you into a base and Im- immoral person it, it really does do that i mean and again it, it it's totally a a, a a matter of of um, you know, qual quant quantity so if you drink a little bit it, it degrades your life it degrades your mind a little bit if you drink a lot it degrades your life to a great extent so it's not saying that you drink once in a while you're going to go to hell or you're going to have a terrible life or so on but it's it's a bad thing to do so which brings us to the point of well what's wrong with doing taking alcohol once in a while and so people will say well you know they have this rule but you know if i just take it once in a while well it's not going to make me an evil person and no of course it's not a person can take a glass of alcohol and you know the effect that it has on the mind will wear off and one can develop one's mind again and get back on track and so on and as long as one stays in moderation, one can theoretically, you know, get get past it. Now the point is that, as I said, even one glass of alcohol is a bad thing. It it affects your mind. It's 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 no good. It's poison. Uh, if you take a lot of it, it it's going to it will have a great effect on your life, on your mind, on your environment. So, uh, so the reason our reason for for taking the rules strictly and why I would definitely, 100% recommend that you keep the rule against tr- taking drugs and alcohol 100% and not engage in it, uh, even in moderation, is uh, because of the, the precedent that it sets, uh, both for yourself and for others. First, the the fact that you're drinking will mean that you'll be surrounded by other people who are drinking. You're, you're surrounded by people who, and, and you yourself also have this idea that, this, that there's nothing wrong with this, or, or have the acceptance of the taking alcohol. Your environment and the places that you hang out and so on are all going to reflect that. Uh, the acceptance that you give to the alcohol, that you give to taking it, even in moderation, uh, is, is a lifestyle choice and is a, a, um, a way of, of life that you choose and that you take on and so what that does to your own mind is creates this acceptance of of things that are uh, you know unwholesome i mean if you the, the the story that they give is if you if you give a bowl of milk and a bowl of alcohol to a dog what's the dog going to do there's no dog that i know of well you can train your dog apparently but an ordinary dog w- will not hesitate and will go straight for the milk and ignore the alcohol and they wouldn't touch it unless you Apparently, you can train your dog to drink alcohol, I don't know, uh, or beer anyway. But, uh, you know, you take a, uh, just the alcohol from it, and they know that it's poison. The 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 fact that we're taking it shows that we have some some problem in our mind, and the fact that we have social structures set up that incorporate alcohol into them shows that there's a problem with their social structures. And so the fact that we engage in it in moderation, so we say, I mean, th- there really is no moderation with something that is poisonous, with something that dulls your mind, uh, d- to the extent that alcohol does. I mean, you could you could make an argument for watching television and watching movies and so on. Someone could say also intoxicate the mind, but it's the the level is totally different. There's a direct intoxication effect from alcohol, and and the lack of ability to see things clearly that comes from taking alcohol really all you can do without uh, without problems when you're drunk is to sleep, is to lie down and, and, and shut your mind off, because the mind doesn't work, the brain isn't functioning properly. If you use the brain in this state, you're just going to, you're not going to have any ability to discern what is good and what is bad, because your faculties are, are, are mixed up. Uh, so, by creating this this standard for ourselves, that no, we are not going to uh, engage in something which the only effect of that substance is to intoxicate the mind, then we deny this, um, this lifestyle, we deny this sort of social structure, and we change our lifestyles. What it, this does is it changes your environment, it changes your friendships, and it sets you on, on, on a lifestyle that is conducive towards clarity and understanding and freedom from suffering and peace and happiness and so for this is why for people who are interested in practicing meditation the this precept and all five of the precepts are really a basic basic uh, requirement something that by all means uh, have to be kept in in full for someone who is serious about taking on this sort of a lifestyle because they will have a direct impact on your life. If you break these five rules, it's going to, you know, less or more. It's going to have an effect on your life and change who you are. So, because of the effect that alcohol has on you, um, yes, we abstain from it 100%. We take this as a rule. Uh, it's not that you can't do it and then come back and meditate, but you're 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 doing the opposite. You're doing Two different things that are going in the opposite direction. And so, as a rule, we take this on ourselves because we're trying to create an environment, a, s- a social structure, a, a, a way of life for ourselves that is conducive towards meditation. And even a little bit of alcohol is going to set you in a, a situation or in situations um, where you're surrounded by such people as are unmindful and uninterested in meditation and that's a real problem. Even if it doesn't get you stinking drunk, the, the cha- effect that it has on your mind and, and the effect it has on your surroundings is going to be a great um, uh, hindrance to your meditation practice and progress. So I hope this helps. I'm sure there's people out there who, who are not going to agree with this and are going to continue to drink alcohol and, well, uh, you know, I'm not the judge. Um, I had an old friend who said, No one can escape their karma, and he would always say this. Whenever there was an argument and people said, this is right, that is right, he said, well no one can escape their karma, and if you do a good thing, you'll get a good result. If you do a bad thing, you'll get a bad result. So we'll see what the result is, Uh, and you can see for yourself what the result is. You don't have to believe me. If it's a good result, keep doing it. So, hope that has helped, and all the best. Thanks for tuning in.